So my background basically is in IT. I was always known as a computer kid in the house. Career-wise, I've been in managing IT departments and within the bank and systems, processes, all of those kind of very technical kind of bits. As someone who's involved in rather technical things, what was it that opened your eyes up to wanting to do things as teenagers? Today's session, um, I'm joined with and by um, Fayyad Iqbal. Fayyad Iqbal runs the youth hub in Medway in Gillingham. Um, and I would say the first time that I did work with Fayyad was probably when I was like, what, like maybe 12 years ago, 13 years ago, um, when we had a night mania yeah. at Gillingham. Um, and I remember on that, at Fayyad's local mosque, um, someone's coat stolen yeah someone from outside came yeah, in yeah. and and took it um random random memory <laughs> um since then Fiyad has been doing bits of youth work um but now i would say the weekly youth hub in medway is seems to really be thriving and they've got some really cool projects separate to the weekly youth hub um so in today's session um i want us to get to know Fiyad, um and the work that Fiyad does Assalamu alaikum. Um, just before we get into it, I think I was asking you earlier so I could have a bio and I was like, it's too long. Um, separate to youth work, um, what, what's your background? Excuse me. My background, separate to, so my background basically is in IT. Um, I was always known as a computer kid in the house, uh, with loads of IT stuff. Um, so Career-wise, I've been in managing IT departments and uh, within within the bank and doing <clears throat> um, systems, processes, uh, all of those kind of very technical kind of yeah. bits. So, um, so going on, I got into more project management and product ownership. Uh, so, uh, and then more consultancy, I got into entrepreneurship a little bit as well. Yeah. So, uh, so I kind of blend the two. So I do a bit of tech. Now I do... Um, uh, some software based with entrepreneurship uh, it's a lot of time to plug yeah. plug plug what i'm doing at the moment but yeah. but uh but you hear about it yeah yeah um also in terms of i know you're doing some like support work or um, work at universities yeah, yeah so i do that as well so as as an industry expert in certain areas the university wanted me to come in and um teach some of their degree students as well yeah in terms of product management uh business as well online businesses and um, even I'm doing a bit of electronics, which goes just push off the cobwebs for those kind of things. So, yeah. Um, and I'm also, uh, supervising some MSc students as well. So, uh, so I, I like the variety. I really like the variety yeah. of doing different things. I, I couldn't be in the one place doing yeah. the same thing day in, day out. So. Yeah. Whenever we have a project with, um, with yourself, I know I want to get like forth <laughs> every day <laughs> you're be on it. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you keep up with all of it. Um, but in terms of the youth work that you do, um, or even the engagement that you do, or that you're involved in for teenagers, with teenagers, what was it that, as someone who's involved in these rather technical things, yeah. um, and for me it's really important to speak about this, because like when sometimes when people think about youth engagement and youth work, they think of some young guy or young girl, young sister, young brother, that has discussions and all of this with young people and is there for them. Um, 
but in all honesty, um, we know it takes a village, right? Yeah. Um, and and even the Prophet Sallam, how old was he when he received revelation yeah. himself? Um, and I believe everyone, not anyone, but everyone, everyone that has any access to teenagers should be able to engage teenagers um, in some way or some form. Um, so what I'd really like to know from you um, yeah. is what was it that opened your eyes up to wanting to, to wanting to do things as teenagers? Yeah. It kind of stems back and, uh, you know, I, I can tell you because I'm quite older than you as well so I can go go right back to to the beginning I suppose yeah so so I remember when I was a kid um even probably nine ten years old I was thinking uh my dad used to go to the mosque a lot and and a lot of people were saying I'm going to become religious when I'm old kind of thing you know I'll do what I want to do during my life and then towards the end of life I'll I'll do my dhikr do my Quran and yeah I get involved in in mosques and and all that when I'm old and I always thought myself at that young age that I'm thinking that's going to be a waste of a life. You know, you, you're here on one purpose to do yeah. good in this life, build up your 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 bank account of good deeds. Yeah. Why 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 only you know do that work towards the end of your life? You don't do that in your career, do you? So yeah. why why would you do it then? So I think very early on uh, I wanted to do build up my bank account of good deeds, inshallah. So um, so I every year I try and do a project. If I'm not involved in some kind of project, I kind of start a new one, kind of thing. Yeah. So. And then every year I've done that. So it started way back. We we got involved with Aira. Um, yeah. I think uh, Ayub has been learning <laughs> yeah. from that those days. Uh, that's where a lot of the training had happened. So I wanted to do it. So we, we did Dower Stools. We went to Hyde yeah. Park before, you know, all the YouTube stuff was on over there. Yeah. Uh, we started doing those Dower projects. We did uh, that culminate into uh, an event we did in Kingston, Big Day. Uh, yeah, I can remember that. Yeah, so we did that for a few years until I moved back to Kent. And then in Kent, I think... I wanted to do a new project because we need new area. So I had a look and obviously the, the education one wasn't as good Islamically. And, I, and my kids, and this is where the youth work probably kind of triggered as well in terms yeah. of that phase of my life. So my kids were getting to a point where they were growing up. Yeah, you know, I had to get, yeah. get them good education. <laughs> yeah. um, so at that point, uh, we started a school, uh, an Islamic school. Okay. Uh, basically, basically, we were, and so not just an Islamic school. We did like a, a misp a sports thing. We did uh, an entrepreneur thing as well. So we did a, a, a scouts thing as well. So so there's a few different branches, yeah. strands that we did at that point, um, and then that that went on for for a number of years uh, until I think the school moved on to someone else's hands, capable yeah. hands, um, and my kids were a little bit older. Uh, so and then when we did uh, obviously at that point we did uh, the night mania. Stuff like yeah. that point as well. So my kids again, it's probably rooted around my kids. Yeah. So as a father, I, I think I think that's quite common. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people really understand it and the importance of it when their children get to that exactly, age. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but one thing I just want to touch on really quickly is you mentioned your bank of good deeds, like from as young as when you were ten, like mm-hmm. thinking of that and understanding that. Um, can you speak about that a bit more? Um, what do you mean by like? Obviously, I know. I know what you mean by bank of good deeds, but from your perspective, what was it that that made you think like that? What's the ideo- ideology behind it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we were up in Gillingham, uh, basically at that age, yeah, really. And, and my dad, he was involved in the mosque as well at that time. Yeah. And and probably as typical as any mosque, there's politics, there's issues that go on, and there's cultural issues and and stuff, everything that went on. Yeah. Uh, and we got dragged into it. We used to come around our house and talk about it. Or was, my dad would tell us about things like that at that point. 
And I think at that point, I'm thinking, you know, it's what's the point and talking about that when you know, the purpose is for a mosque to to facilitate yeah, yeah the, the, the the prayers and, and the community at that yeah. point. So I think that the, 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 the fact that I wanted to make a change in the community probably came from my dad because he yeah. was there at the forefront and he was doing all those kind of things. But but looking at it from the side, looking at, you know, they're not, they're not doing it right. They're, they're focusing on the wrong thing yeah. at that point. So that's that's the point where I kind of triggered about those good deeds. So, so, so in terms of the good, you you hear the hadith and you hear the, the Quran and and you know you'll be judged on the day of judgment by Allah's mercy at the end of the day. But but having those hasana, having the, the good deeds, definitely. But I think also in in helping people, we know that the one who guides someone exactly yeah. to to something good will get the reward for it. Yeah. Um. Without anything being deducted from the person that did it. That, and that 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 comment there was the kind of struck me when I was doing the stuff with Ayura. Because at that point, um, that's exactly what they're saying. That, and they were thinking, we, we get the same rewards as someone who became a Muslim um, without deducting from them as well. So, yeah. you know, anything that they do, you know, we, we can sit back and uh, you know, get yeah. the rewards from that as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, as long as we put in the work yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, the other, from a reward perspective for me personally, one, I'm not saying people shouldn't do humanitarian work and stuff like that. Um, or even reactionary work, sometimes reactionary work's needed. Um, if an earthquake happens, people need support there and then, right? Yeah. Um, but in investing in people, um, you're investing in the entire future. Um, like, I've met young people that we've seen their change. Um, and then two years later, they've they've gone and raised 10,000 pounds for yeah. this charity project or um, and if our work was a part of that change, yeah. then we we that's an investment for us as well. Really? Um, and I think investing in people is the most important thing. Yeah. Um, with Umar bin Khattab, he said um, he asked some he asked some companions. He said um, he asked them to make a wish, um, and one of them said, "Give me a house of of silver, right? So, and I will spend that in the way of Allah, right? Then the next." One said, give me a half of gold and I will spend that in the way of Allah. Mm. Um, and then the next companion said, um, give me a half of like gems and diamonds and emeralds. And then I will spend that in the way of Allah. You know, Umar bin Khattab said, give me a house filled with men mm. um, like Abu Ubaidah, Amir bin Jarrah, like Mu'ad bin Jabal, these companions. Yeah. Um, because sometimes you're called to resource in your position. If people can get support, um, then I think that's where, like, for the bank of good deeds, you know, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely, and, and and being being able to you know be in a position where where you can put that effort into it, you know, yeah. you see a lot of other people doing mashallah youth work in London. I I see that in London, but we're back in the sticks. We're back yeah. in the countryside. You know, we've only got uh, you know our our Islamic community isn't as mature as the ones yeah. in London. Yeah. So being, you know, going to Ira, going to these things, I can see it from a different perspective. But Kingston has a really good community. It does, yeah. How long were you in Kingston for? Um, so I went to university there as well. So, um, okay, nice. and then and then after that, post that, we used to, to live in uh, Walton, which isn't too far okay. from there. So, so Kingston was our biggest, big kind of masjid. Yeah. <clears throat> so we were there for five, six years, I think. Yeah. So yeah. I'd got involved in, in the community there. And, nice. uh, and uh and the committee themselves, they were and they were very forward thinking as well. They were um they actually funded a lot of the stuff that we were doing there. I think they gave us like four K, I think, just to set yeah. up the marquee, get the food in, get the people in. Yeah. And they're more than happy to do that because they they could see the results. 
and they did it for year after year after year for us as well. So that Kingston are really good, Marshall. I think and they're is. just opening up a youth club now as well. Oh, are they? Yeah. Um, I'm not know if they're related to the mosque. I think it's a separate group of brothers, but really yeah. there's really, really it's the outreach. I think is just yeah, the possibly. Hospital, yeah. yeah. In terms of the work you do as well, um, what's your role in the in the youth hub? In the youth hub specifically. Yeah. So how do you see it? Um, so I, I see, obviously, with my again, I come back to my children at the end of the day. Yeah. I, again, that they're, they're my motivation here at this point, and they're 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 much older than they were when we started. Yeah. As well, and so, but I, I want to see them come into uh, to kind of take over as well a little bit and and do that because I I don't see it as my role to 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 run the youth activities. Like you said, a little bit older. I want to set it up and step back, put the processes in place get everything set up, get every, all the right people in there yeah. and do that. And I can step back and just yeah. get them to do that. So so within the the mosque themselves, I, I'm in a fortunate position and, and I do encourage anyone probably my age to, to, to do that because um, you'd have the relationships with the people there in the mosque. They know about your dad that used to be there as well. They yeah. say, oh yeah, that's, that's so-and-so son. Yeah. So you get that reputation and um, and you get that that kind of. I guess you get the trust that maybe the young people need, exactly, right? Yeah. Um, and you can you can have that trust. And they take you more seriously, I think, than than a than a teenager, like twenty year old teenager yeah. that comes up, say, "I oh, know better than you," kind of thing. Uh, and I think they, they they do give you a bit more time, and they do a bit more. And 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 obviously, stuff that you've done work work as well. So, a lot of the our committee, you know, they're, they're not to put them down or anything, but they've not been in a leadership role specifically. So. You're talking about people who've never been in a leadership role, yeah. and then suddenly they're they're, in, they're leading the mosque. Yeah. They're leading. They they don't have that strategic I, kind of thing. And to be fair to them, I think I think the community changed a lot. I, yeah. I don't mean this in a way to put them down um, or anything like that, um, or to say that their input's not important or it's not of needed. Course, yeah. Um, but I think when like who were your parents that generation um, came, how many mosques were there? Mm. Um, and actually there was a need just to have a mosque yeah. um, and to maintain the mosque especially in Gillingham I think you guys were under like a lot of abuse from some of the like far right group we did yeah we got on yeah. at all yeah, yeah um, I remember like um, looking at certain groups yeah. thinking that even that's how Gillingham mosque written first yeah yeah um, and and these type of things so for I think that older generation I think just even implementing and having yeah. Having the mission there was really important. Definitely. But now that we've gone and had children and our children even have children and we're growing in the community, we're not from just one part of the world, yeah. um, et cetera. So like with, with our uncles um, and our parents in that generation, I think just having the mosque and establishing the mosque was super important. Yeah. Um, and I think it was hard work and it was needed work. Um, even in a way we don't understand, I think, a lot of men migrated and would send money back home yeah. like to their families. Um, to me, if you look at migration, it's mainly men that do it um, and then send money back. Um, so there, there's even a, a safe space for men that's needed yeah, really yeah. specifically. But I think now that we've grown as as a generation and as a community, our job is just to carry on what they're doing yeah, yeah. and to bring that forward. Um, and naturally, I can also understand why sometimes they're a bit worried and a little bit concerned yeah, because for them, they don't want to lose a message, right? That's been their yeah mission. Yeah, that, that, that's definitely definitely yeah, the case where you know these 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 brothers they've done so much for the community. They've they've 
put dedicated hours and hours in. They're the ones who go to the mosque and see the toilet clean, dirty, and they clean themselves. You know, yes. they're there every Jummah. They're they're doing that hard work, um, and they're doing the legwork all the time. Um, and this was slightly my point before as well, because you got the the strategic thinkers and the tactical thinkers, and, yeah. and they just want to get their job done. They want to do it there, mm. but unless you've got the strategic side of things, and you can say, look, this is where we're going to forecast. That's where we're going to be. Well, this is where we want to take the community and everything. Yeah. You know, otherwise you're just like, you know, you're almost like a, yeah, yeah, you're on a on a mouse wheel as they say yeah, all the yeah. time. You're not you're not thinking like where we're we gonna take 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 it in that direction. What's a vision for the community? Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even now because they are they're getting older as well, because they, they want to restrict the problems that they've got to deal with. So for example, uh, and I'm not saying it's a, it's a bad thing, but uh the they've there was the five year olds that came to the mosque as well and and, and they kind of sport the area with yeah, you know, the nappies had leaked or whatever it was, and and now they've put a, a kind of a restriction, say that no under fives are allowed to come in, uh, which is an impact on on their parents. They, you know, parents are going to yeah, yeah. kids. So. And it's not the way of the Salam either. No, well, yeah. So I've, we've spoken about this with a yeah. number of different yeah. people, and they say fic, fic wise, there's no problem with them to banning fives. Yeah, but it, it doesn't win the hearts and minds yeah. of the people. It doesn't, yeah. you know, it doesn't bring people closer. Um, so Islamically, you know, what they do, it's not, it's not like. Haram, yeah, totally, yeah, but but it's what, how they want to deal with it, and that's what I'm saying because they, they haven't got that strategic thinking, they're not thinking about the future, they're not thinking about the youth as well. I also think it's a part of this is also, um, just our way of thinking of things. Like sometimes we see a problem, we just need to stop the problem, yeah, rather than okay, why does this problem happen? Yeah. How can we cater for the problem exactly? Yeah, um, and sometimes when you're volunteer run and again, you're older, yeah, yeah. um. Sometimes catering for the problem can be harder. Yeah. But I think this is important for the work we're doing now. Do you know, I was going to bring this up as well. Yeah. I was going to say this could be uh, something that we could implement in some of the, your teaching to us as well yeah. in terms of um, things like conflict resolution, you know, how yeah. to do these things. Because I know there's other mushes and I'm speaking to some of the other guys. They're saying, like, we, we've had issues where we've had the youth in and then the elderly have kind of showered at the kids and we, we've not had, not had to do it. Yeah. But, but I think educating you know, the, the youth workers in how to deal with conflict resolution, yeah. how to deal with people of different ways of doing it. And it's, it's not that difficult, I think, in terms yeah. of, I think we've got to find out what these, the older generation want. I mean, exactly. they're dedicated. They come to the mosque, they come to every Jamal. They just yeah. want a bit of peace in their lives, you know. Yeah, yeah. They want it clean, peaceful. You know, and they want to be, I think they want to be relevant thing as well. So even if we just take the kids and say, let's spend two, three, four minutes with the uncle, you know, get a bit of a relationship with the guys. So. Yeah, and it will help divide the like totally yeah we have a problem of the generational gap yeah um especially with the way media is now and technology and keeping up with it like i can only imagine what my children will be doing yeah, yeah, with yeah. ai and stuff like that you know um, oh yeah so yeah we'll help with that as well. and we've still got to respect our elders at the end of the day you exactly. know no matter how they act you know yeah. but we've still got to be able to go in there and and be able to have a, have a relationship yeah for me what i think is important is more than just the young people doing it it's, it's the leaders that do it, yeah. like yourself or other people that do youth work in the mosque um, or engage teenagers in the mosque. Um, I I think, I remember there was one brother I was advising. Um, he was in this situation where he was just like ready to like leave, basically. Um, and he said, the uncles just want to buy the next house and this and that. So I just said to him, I said to him really bluntly, I said to him, you want to do this? And the uncle want to do that, yeah. and you're complaining that they're not interested in what you want to do. Yeah. I asked him, "Have you shown any interest in? Yeah. Have you ever picked up a bucket and yeah. stood outside the mosque, yeah. or have you even shown interest in in what they want to do even? Yeah. Because 
like stuff like having endow endowments that's very important yeah. for, for 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 the sustainability, right? Yeah. Um, and these things will benefit you. Yeah. Um, and actually, in in doing youth engagement, the bigger picture is bringing the community together. Totally. Um, it's not about doing work in shinos and yeah, yeah. But it's, it's hard work sometimes. Mm. Um, and we all make mistakes. Yeah, I, I think it's like any family dynamics. You know, you've got yeah. you've got kids, you've got the 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 elders, and you've got the elders as well. The elders want to get involved. They still want to be relevant. They still want to, you know, they they've had a career themselves, and they still they've managed people, they've talked to people, yeah. and they've got a lot of education to give. Yeah, you know, you can't dismiss them totally, but I think, but things change. You know, you've got to bridge that gap between the young and the and the older. And I think, and I think that, again, I think it's you get that with maturity as well. If you yeah. if you've come. And maybe get some of the older people like myself to kind yeah. of be in there and be able to Definitely. bridge that gap and the things that's needed. Um, the even like in a family, a family that doesn't have difficult conversations, yeah, may not be a healthy family, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The same thing in the community, yeah. right? Um, having a, having a difficult conversation doesn't come from a position of I'm better than you or yeah. it's my way or the highway yeah. like, type thinking. You know, it's to it's to it's a form of love, right? Yeah. Um, have have these difficult conversations, um, and to overcome them, Definitely. right? Um, but that's interesting. Yeah. Um, in terms of like youth work itself and doing this project, mm -hmm. um, if in any way, how do you think it's made you a better person, or like, how do you think it's positively impacted your life? Personally, um, uh. <clears throat> I think obviously the hustle at the end of the day, inshallah, if Allah, Allah blesses us with it. Yeah, and in the next Yeah, inshallah. Yeah. Um, I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm again, I'm at the age where, you know, I, I think it's more about, you know, passing that information on and the knowledge on. I think in terms of my life and my kids, you know, again, I always come back to my own kids. They're, they're kind of the motivation to, to get all these in and I, and I bring them in and, you know, and, and I see a change in my own kids as well. You know, they're, they're actually... When we go there, first of all, they were reluctant in, in saying, okay, dad. And then they'll follow my instructions. They said, what do we do now, dad? What do we do now, dad? Kind of thing. And then and then they'll sit in the corner and play on their phones or whatever it is. For yeah. a bit. But now I think after the consistency, and I think you've always told us to be consistent yeah. in this thing, we've, we've done it in day and day out. And now they're less on their phones. They're straight in. They get all the stuff set up. They they start to talk to people. They even say to people, are you okay? Do you want to do this, that, yeah, that? Yeah. So, so that, that in, in itself has been a bigger impact on I say myself, me as a family, kind of thing. How do you think it's like impacted the relationship that you have with your with your children? Um, yeah, definitely, imp uh, positively, yeah. definitely. Because I see, because I'm, I'm on some of the like, WhatsApp yeah. groups. Yeah. Um, I see that Yusuf, like your your older son, like really engaging, like mm -hmm. really really positively. Um, but it's even like being able to hand over like power to them as well. I think is yeah is really cool. Um, even with some of the parents, one of the things that I will say is always to them is you need a community, mm. you need a youth hub, yeah, um, because you don't know like when that will when that will come, and you need you you'd be of need of it, right? Yeah, um, without doubt. Yeah, and I see that it's, it's like uh, with any again, I've always been my work stuff, and it's about succession planning as well. You know, if if you're driving the youth away, if you're you're not you're not nurturing the youth, you know, number one, where are they going to go? You know, they're going to yeah. go to their own friends. They're gonna go with you know anything that they want to do outside of that connection. Yeah, um, but they it, won't go to safe spaces. They go to places that are unhealthy. For them. Totally, yeah, totally. And then the, and then people within the mosque, you know, they're gonna say that they can quite clearly see who they can you know, nurture for the next generation of leadership yeah. and the next generation of trustees and and 
even and and I say this to the trustees as well quite often. I said like if you if we push them away, you know these guys are twenty five, twenty four, twenty three years old. In the next five years, they're going to be high earners. Yeah, you know you push them away now, you know they're going to be yeah. your next donors for the masjid and building the new mosque and you yeah, know, funding yeah, exactly. the whole thing. They're always pushing for 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 that, and they'll yeah. have the ideas as well. They'll have the passion to to do that. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think some of the best projects are like I see in the Muslim space. Even like there's there's this um this youth clubs all over yeah. all over the UK. Some some youth clubs have been running for like thirty years. I remember speaking to someone uh, that runs a youth club in Hackney, and they were like, "Yeah, like some of the young people now are people who donate yeah. to running the youth club." Yeah. And I think the journey of going from a young person to a person of responsibility mm. with actual power and authority in the space to then actually supporting it and running it and it's maybe even become trustees and well that, that that's a significant as well because uh, I've been speaking to a lot of the people I've been looking at the 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 older generation and people who've been in the masjids and and been around the hair and they always tell me because that we weren't that religious when we were younger but there was a they had a table tennis table in the mosque so yeah. We would go there because our parents, that's the only place our parents would let us go, kind of thing. Yeah. So they'd go there, they'd play table tennis. When the prayer comes, sometimes they pray, sometimes they wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, but they'd love to play the table tennis. Even when they first converted, they had a little radio on as well, playing the table tennis. Yeah. It was that very kind of raw yeah. kind of uh, understanding of it. Um, but what it did do, it brought them in. And, and what they are now, the people I've been speaking to, they're actually running the mosques now. Wow. They're the ones that are in there, they're leading the mosques and wow. they've been through the system. You know, because they had their heart attached to it, you know, and uh, and it's you know it's probably the raw form of a youth up in those days, yeah, but yeah, even but even now, like it doesn't really matter like what resources facilities facility you have, yeah, like you can have just a f- one born right, yeah, um, as long as the space is there and the, and the environment culture is right, um, then what? Yeah, yeah. It can be a really good good engagement. Um, the my other question and it's sort of related to first question. Um, you touched on it anyway, um, but the work you do right now. What role does Islam, following Allah, like have to the work you do? So the the work that you're doing now for the youth hub. Yeah, the youth hub. Yeah. Um, what role is like being a being a Muslim? Yeah. And okay. What in, like how does being a Muslim impact the work you do in in the youth hub? So. No, absolutely. It encompasses it totally, kind of thing. Yeah. Because you know, obviously, we're 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 taught, you know, to be one ummah at the end of yeah. the day. You know, we're we're trying to uh, deal with the and and us. We can't affect things in Palestine, as you know, what's going on at the moment that directly. We can't affect, you know, things happening around the world. What we can affect is what's happening in our local area. You know, yeah. our local community. You know, so so us bringing that ummah together and um, is impacts what we do at the moment yeah so bringing the kids to the mosque you know bringing a bit of unity within yeah. this and we'll touch on the, the the tournament that we're doing as well yeah. so part of that youth work that we're doing is that we're we're going to other mosques to do a football tournaments as well yeah. so we're not i know some of the mosques that don't talk to each other in 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 the way they should are they yeah. not enemies or anything like yeah, that yeah, yeah. but they they, sh- they don't have that relationship as they yeah. should have with other mosques yeah. to bring the muslims together but that's what we're trying to do with the the tournament specifically at least just, just before the tournament yeah you were speaking about like other issues outside outside of England and local stuff yeah and um, why I would maybe add to that is like the impact that we can have and not even just on Muslims right mm-hmm. um, obviously we are one community and one one global like if one part hurts the entire body hurts right yeah. um, 
but even for but where but the entire world can benefit the Prophet was he was sent as 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 a mercy to mankind, not just yeah. Muslims, right? Um and we're like we have we're witnesses on this earth as believers. We have responsibility to other people mm. as believers, right? And I think that's a given. Um but just for the context of what I mentioned it. Um but like even if you look at issues happening in occupied Palestine, you know, occupation happening all over the world and injustices, um, some of the biggest impacts we can have there mm -hmm. is through the discussions that we have here. Yeah, like even on the whole Palestine um, issue at the moment, um, as in for us, it's not a a thing of like of religion, right? Um, there could be young people that when they watch the news, which is very one-sided, mm. they could have anti-Semitic thought, yeah, thoughts, yeah. as an example. Yeah. But we know the issue, the political issue, right? Um, if a young person can speak about it, mm. right, then by knowing the truth, then at least they won't have that, you know? Um, and we should make spaces for them to speak about it. Um, and secondly, like, the role we have here, um, I think the bigger impact is... A, there are things we can do here that will impact totally people like that's a good example of what our, even just our last uh youth yeah. up on the bus on saturday we uh we kind of we have those discussions every single over the pizzas and yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff so uh and then the question we threw around is says look who knows what's happening in palestine at the moment yeah and all so one guy yeah i know i know what's happening in her and he goes what he goes <laughs> and he couldn't express it he couldn't articulate yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was the only one who put his hand up to say that was going on yeah. really so he didn't really know what was going on and yeah um so and then the other guys they didn't kind of express it too well at that point but we had that discussion and yeah. in fact um recently there's a, a, a palestinian palestinian refugee family that have been coming to the masjid uh yeah. and the kids are a little bit younger than you but we allow them because obviously we want to make sure they feel like oh, they feel welcome welcome yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of bit. so uh, and then we asked him to say a few words as well, so uh, about what's happening on the ground in Palestine, yeah. and 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 then I think the kids were quite enlightened, I think, by yeah. the whole situation. And yeah, they're hearing it from somebody who's actually been on the ground there rather yeah. than distance from from the news. I think that was quite impactful for them. Definitely, definitely. Um, and I think in a world where like things like everything's become so polarized, um, you listen to like conservative parties like conferences you could be at a UKIP party <laughs> um, conference easily um, but just the way that things have become polarised is really yeah. important um, because it affects people's like mental well-being like when they're when when they're not sure when they see this in the news and like, major major events do impact people yeah. um, and it's important to ha have have space and hold a space um, for these discussions right yeah. um, so that people can address these things um, my next sort of question um, to you um, was in the time that you've done youth work or youth engagement that could be with your children that can be with any young people that you've met in your life or the work that you're doing now or even in building the school and having the sports services you guys had before um, what are the biggest mistakes maybe give me one, two or three mistakes that that you've made in, in doing this work um I think uh, we touched on it earlier as well. I think it's been having that understanding, the maturity to speak to people who are opposing you. Thing really, it's it's that political side of things. I mean, you're all enthusiastic and getting up. You know, you've got you've got a cause. You've got uh, something that you know you're doing right. You know, yeah. you've got it. You know, it's the righteous thing to do at the end of the day. 
And then you see the on the opposite side, people saying, you know, they're opposing it. And you think, but I'm right. Yeah, I know I'm right. We all know I'm right. <laughs> yeah. But it makes you wrong. And having that right and wrong kind of attitude with those people, I think it causes a little bit of conflict. That's where the conflict happens. But I think I think where where you've got to do is bring them on side. You know, you've got to speak to them, sitting down, have, have some samosas and tea with them, you know. Yeah. Be able to... Um, say yes to them and understand what they're where they're coming from. You know, I think, and in any relationship, you know, it be a marriage, you know, kids, whatever. Yeah. The other side just wants to be heard. I yeah. Think. If if they're able to express themselves and if they're able to, you know, be heard and understood, yeah, then it contains their frustration. I would think. would you say that in like learning this the mistake that you made and then in trying to rectify that? Yeah. If I was to ask you, actually, by having conversation now with them. You realize, do you realize that there could be even more that you have, have in common? Um, and it's just sometimes maybe communicate in the wrong way. Um, or no, not really. Yeah, I, I think, um, like I said, we're not wrong. But yeah. <laughs> we were on the wrong side. But, but I, think, yeah. I think getting them to understand um, our situation, our yeah. point of view, I think, um, because I think going through our, our, our history, I think, uh, you yeah. know, we were at Gillingham and then, you know, this, yeah, we, we we couldn't do certain events then yeah. because they didn't like the Night Mania stuff. Yeah. They didn't like us doing even trivial stuff like, uh, you know, Grant, Arab, Arabic classes even, you know, yeah. all of that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of politics going around there um, that they felt, um, you know, may, may not be conducive for them. So we moved to Chatham, uh, Chatham. Chatham was a different issue because we didn't have the space there. Yeah. And so so then we, we managed to get back in. But, but because I maintained that relationship with Gillingham, um, years later, we were able to go back in, and they were, they opened us with 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 open arms. Um, uh, and obviously, there's some other yeah. firefighting that we're still doing yeah. around. But that. everyone does. We do, yeah. Um, I think do. I think um, if someone watches it, it's not to say, "Oh, look at this massive massive issue." No, I've never met a single organisation that doesn't have these these, yeah, these yeah, issues. Totally, no? totally. Um, but I think, like within our belief system, there are ways in dealing with it. Um, I think there are going to be troubles we have now because like we have that generational gap we yeah. have people who's like my dad's first language is in english right um my dad didn't grow up in europe mm-hmm. um we did it doesn't mean i'm better or worse it means we're very different yeah um so obviously it's gonna be extra hard work that we need to do but i think in yeah. doing it it would definitely pay off yeah um, and my solution currently is yeah. the learning experience now because i was always I thought that, and, and I think a lot of people, especially on WhatsApp groups and stuff like that, there's a lot of negativity against the trustees and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, they're trying to do something. They're trying to get things done. Um, and I've always said I didn't want to become a trustee because ultimately you're going to be within that that framework. Yeah. You know, as as doing youth stuff, you know, I could, couldn't go to Chatham. I can go to these other yeah, things yeah, yeah. I wanted to, you know, doing, under my own terms. But, yeah. but I think what I've kind of learned is, uh, recently is that it's got to be that communication you've got to be in there you've got to be holding hands with them and you have healthy communication you've got to have to and and what i've recently done is said like, okay I'll, I'll be part of the the team the committee there not as a trustee but they do they have this thing called a coordinator so i've yeah. i've kind of put myself forward for that so I'm, I'm in their meetings i can give them the dialogue and tell tell everything from our point of view you know and have that open dialogue and have that discussion with them from from the root of it not hearing it second third fourth hand where it gets diluted yeah and misunderstandings happen so go straight to the source and, and we can have that one-to-one dialogue and communication yeah. and I can influence them. I can, my, my own work experience, I can put in there and say, look, why don't you structure it like this? You know, why don't, why don't you have a communications 
um, system like this, you know, and and open up yeah. a little bit more like this, and the impact of that, this and that, the other. So that's, the, that's really interesting. On that, like, I think sometimes what I've seen to be really successful is if you can actually show them that from a youth perspective, yeah. that these are the things we're implementing, and you can like show it to them in action. Um, I think that also wins. Like, yeah. they don't actually like loads of stuff. You can show it even with one thing, consistency as well as the documentation the impact of it. Totally. totally. Um, they can really easily like actually buy into and i know that they're proud of what we do to an extent because they know that whenever they speak to other mosques or any of their communications or even in the atm you know the youth hub is right at the top of what, what they've achieved yeah you know and on, on one hand they're saying that fantastic we've got a youth activities and all that kind of thing. yeah on the other hand you know there's a different yeah. story at the back end but yeah but you know deep down i think they are they are pleased what we're doing alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Yeah. um are there any other mistakes that you've made that come out to you um, mistakes. Well, I I I can see mistakes maybe happening because uh, I know you asked the documentation and this is all that kind of stuff. We mean a bit yeah. slack on that. But I can see the benefit of doing that, and I yeah. know we've got to do that before yeah. mistakes do happen. Yeah. Uh, um, but but I think we've updated our resources page. How have you? Um, yeah. But we go through. We'll go through it. Yeah. Um, we're looking to have an award ceremony at the end of the year. Yeah. yeah. But before we do that, we want to make sure everyone give awards to. Um, has done the recommendation yeah, exactly. before well, my final question before we conclude is five years from now what's your vision for the youth hub yeah. um, in, in Jenningham yeah. or Midway I like that question because <laughs> <laughs> like I said it comes back to the strategic thinking yeah. you know, if I get everyone else to do the tactical stuff you know they can yeah. do the day to day running there's got to be someone like thinking yeah. about five years from now otherwise you're static I think yeah. Um, just just to go back because we were just a little bit of history of where we were uh, was really impacted us and changed us a little bit. Maybe it's good advice for people watching this because um, we we were kind of static. We we right from the beginning we only had some t some days it's just me and my two sons that used to turn up. Yeah. But like being consistent all the way through, we kind of grew that through the summer. We had a good trickle uh, uh, coming in and out. Um, but what really changed is we we kind of set monthly meetings within our own team. Um, and we we didn't know who was going to turn up to these monthly meetings at the point, but they came in and people were just get, come out with ideas. They were just flowing with ideas. Um, and what happens when they come with ideas? They they want to implement it because this is my idea. Let me put it into action. Yeah. So fine, you can do it in action then. So we 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 suddenly by doing these these monthly meetings, we got people who were active, were passionate about their ideas and wanted to drive it forward. And we wouldn't say you know we would support them. I'm sorry, you gave us the posters. You know we yeah. we gave, gave all of these these things. So. That kind of flipped, and and as soon as we did that, some some guys said, "Let's put posters out every week, kind of thing. Let's do announcements there. Let's do, you know, the tournament kind of kicked off there. We did the one K challenge as well. So, yeah. so after that, everyone came up with their own ideas, and we had multiple kind of people doing stuff. So, after that, we we're seeing the, the youth hub. You know, we're getting loads of people now. We're, we're worried about how much we can afford them food. You yeah, know, that's yeah, yeah. How, that's how many people we're getting them mm -hmm. under that. So, but hopefully, we can get sponsorship for it. Sort of, yeah, these type of things, yeah. So, 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 in terms of the strategy side of things, so, so we'll, we'll continually do, continue to do that. So now we've got different ideas coming out. But I think where we've got with the tournament, we don't, we don't want to be linked specifically to a, a mosque specifically. So this is why the tournament's good. So if we're, we, you know, we deal with twenty, thirty kids in our own mosque. You know, there's twenty, thirty kids in another mosque that are not yeah. benefiting and. So potentially we we could get you know 100, 200 kids yeah, yeah. in the whole area. And you with a unity and yeah, totally. And then and then that as as a unity, totally we can do conferences, we can do you know camps yeah. and all of that kind of. And stuff. you can work like, with wider organisations. Totally, yeah. In, 
So, so, so that's one stream in terms of the people. There's another stream where we're, we've got a person that's totally, totally dedicated to funding. So he's looking at funding, how we can get grants, how we can do this kind of thing. So, so we've got one guy doing that. We've got another guy doing uh, marketing for us. Yeah, the team structure. Yeah, we've got saying, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. proper team structure. So, so with all these things going on, you know, hopefully we should be financially independent. You know, we don't need to do that. And in fact, hopefully we can give back to the mosque that we're we're yeah. uh, we're we're in as well. So that's where we want to be. You know, strong there with people financially and. And strategy. So five years from now, you'd like to have a strong team yeah. doing doing relevant projects um, that have good financial yeah. structure and policy structure, and that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, I think that brings us to a conclusion um, of the session. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I look forward to seeing with you again. Um, with that, we conclude. Subhanakallahumma wabihamdik. Wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>